Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today I bring you my very special guest, Alice Alicia Jones. After 25 years as a real estate broker, excruciating back pain made Alicia determined to heal with no drugs, no surgery, and no side effects. She turned to energy healing. And as she learned to heal herself, she also learned to heal others and worked with the angelic realm, including Archangel Metatron, who gave her two specialized healing techniques, one for the energy field and one for the body. Her healing journey is chronicled in her book, Own Your Power, Day by Day, 365 Meditations for Clearing Emotional, Mental, and Spiritual Blockages to Becoming Your Higher Self. And coming to us live with her divine words that are designed to heal, welcome to the show, Alice Alicia Jones. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Terrific. Well, I want to start today, Alice, by asking you a little bit about what happened here with this story that you had where you were a real estate broker and and you injured yourself somehow. Can you talk to us a little bit about that process and how it called you onto your healing journey? I can. Thank you, Emerald. And what happened was after 25 years in real estate of in a very high-powered career, 60-hour work weeks, 80-hour work weeks, 90-hour work weeks, two children, a dog, a big house, a husband, I stooped over and I couldn't straighten up. And basically, then I realized I was in trouble, but I also knew that that trouble was a long time in coming because I had, I was running on empty. I had depleted my adrenals to the point where my adrenal count was down to two. At zero, I would be dead. But I went to five specialists. Three of them told me, slow down. And I answered them, I can't. And because that was just my lifestyle, I was so just a gung-ho in my career and um, thought I could do it all. Thought I could be superwoman, supermom, super everything. And so effectively, the two uh, specialists that did help me, the chiropractor and the osteopath, helped me To a point, I was able to get a little bit of assistance from them, but I was determined to heal with no drugs, no surgery, and no side effects. So effectively, what else could I turn to except energy healing? So this put me 
on my path of becoming an energy healer, still trying to hold on to my real estate career. But it became very evident very, very quickly that that's not where I was supposed to go. And your wickedly smart women, I know, are experiencing some of the same things because I've had some of them as clients. So Ah, really interesting. (laughs) Well, you know, what's fascinating is um, there's a lot of parallel in your story and my story. In fact, I had a 20 plus year career in real estate and I at one point fell down and hurt myself and hurt my back. And at one point I ended up uh, getting involved in the energy healing uh, process as well. So What I'd love to hear you tell our listeners now and share with our listeners now, especially for those who hear the words energy healing Mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, that's, you know, cray cray or woo woo or whatever. I mean, you're a living embodiment of someone who couldn't stand up and it was through energy healing that you were able to heal yourself and also start to heal others. So what I'd love to have you share with our listeners is, you know, where did this idea for you come in to go find an energy healer or seek energy healing? Was, was there a book that you read or did somebody else that you know uh, provide div- what I would call divine intervention? You know, because 25 years ago or 20 years ago even, the, en- the idea of energy healing even up to 10 years ago, it was getting more traction in the mainstream. But yes, um, back then, I, I mean, I don't know when this happened for you, but for me, 20 years ago, energy healing was pretty way out there. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, if you could talk a little bit about that, especially to help those who are listening who might be in pain and uh, facing surgery or drugs or side effects. Exactly. And this, I have, there's so many facets to my story, Emerald, but I'm going to focus just on the back pain. And when I became determined that I was not going to take drugs, no surgery and no side effects, there is nothing else. Energy healing is all that I could turn to. And like you said, mid-90s, not exactly a household word, not exactly on everybody's radar, Reiki? No. Did anybody really understand the term? No. So effectively, my first quest, fortunately, almost simultaneously, I took meditation. And as as I took meditation to just try to calm myself down to the point where I could sleep at night, and sometimes that would work, sometimes it wouldn't, the wife of my meditation instructor talked to me about the fact that she was a Reiki master and she could attune me. So I didn't have a clue what this was all about. And even when I got an attunement from her, I really didn't understand it. Got an attunement for for Reiki too. Thought, well, okay, I need this now. Uh, I'm going to increase my capacity to heal myself. It only made sense to me to go, you know, from from one degree to the second degree, and then on to the third degree. It was only after I received the Reiki three attunement that I had a mystical experience where. All of the vision, the room disappeared, and I found myself in an Egyptian temple 
I'm standing in front of Anubis, the god, the jackal god. And I can feel the temple. I can smell the temple. I know I'm standing in front of him. And I was there a good minute. So it wasn't fleeting. It was something that was just had a very big impact. And when I came out of that vision, then I realized, okay, I, I mean, it was very clear to me. I am not only meant to heal myself, I am meant to share my ability to heal through others. Very, very simply. And again, your wickedly smart women listeners, I think are going to understand this today better than they might have 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Because Reiki is just one of the foundation energy healers. There are thousands of energy type of healing modalities out there, but Reiki is one of them. Three bands of Reiki, Reiki 1, Reiki 2, Reiki 3. Each one of them attunes you to maybe a slightly different type of healing, healing that is going to feel different to you, healing that might feel different to the person on the table. And all it is is opening your crown chakra, and we can have a discussion of chakras if anybody wants to uh, have that at a later time, opening your crown chakra, having the energy come in through you, then having it pass out your hands, out your eyes, out your heart, out of your heart, and eventually, as you become more skilled as a practitioner, out of every cell in your body. So technically, you literally change the energy of a room just by walking into that room. And fortunately, like attracts like. The people that I knew when I was obviously received divine instruction that I was to do this and I was to go public with my psychic skills, I made a deal with God and I said, all right, just send me the people that need to hear what I have to say. I don't want a whole bunch of critics in my face and, uh, you know, people like mocking me or laughing at me or anything like that. And again, I think your wickedly smart women can relate to that because everybody has a reputation that they want to protect. I was a real estate broker. I felt was very proud of that, but at very, very quickly realized I had to make a choice that if I didn't go part-time in real estate and go full-time in my spiritual work, I would not die, but I'd become very, very sick. Mm. And in the process of becoming very sick, I would be of no use to anybody. I wouldn't be of use to my family. I wouldn't be of use to society. I would be of no use to myself. So I had a huge decision to make. And that, again, set me on a, another trajectory. Yeah. And for me, Emerald, it was, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the best way I possibly can. Yeah, wholeheartedly. I love wholeheartedly. That. I love that. Well, we are already at the break. It happens so quickly. <laughs> uh, it's very fast. And when we come back from the break, we are going to talk a little bit more about energy, about energy healing, and about how you can find out uh, how to connect with Alicia. But right now, Wickedly Smart Women, we are going to do some calling out to you to ask for help. If you are enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation 
at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. Uh, we'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from today's content. I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world, and I want to shout out this week to our new listeners in Japan and Taiwan. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back with Alice Alicia Jones. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Alice Alicia Jones. You can find out more, ladies, about her at aliciajones.com. And that's spelled A-L-I-C-J-A-J-O-N-E-S.com. We will also have that in the show notes for you. Please go visit her website to find out more information about all that she has to offer, including her book, Own Your Power Day by Day, 365 Meditations for Clearing Emotional, Mental, and Spiritual Blockages to Becoming Your Higher Self. And definitely take a look at all that she has to offer there because I am sure that it is robust with healing uh, with healing offerings <laughs> and with uh, opportunities for you to connect to her. So, Alicia, before we went to the break, you spoke about you know, getting these attunements and that it was just the tip of the iceberg in the energy healing world. So back then, Reiki was like the thing, right? The very, it was like the first opening into an entirely new world of healing for most people, for most people. And so I would say that you were a way shower or a pioneer in making that conscious choice. First of all, I want to, I want ladies, I want you to hear this. She made a conscious choice that she was not buying in. She was not buying into the drugs. She was not buying into the surgery. She was not buying into the side effects. And yet at the same time, she was in excruciating back pain. Right. So she was willing to stay in back pain versus doing all of those other things and, and made this, you made this conscious choice, Alicia, not only to say no to convention. Correct. But to say yes to what at that time would have been considered a little out there, which is now highly accepted. Reiki's in a lot of hospitals at this point. All in Virginia. So the, the point I want the, the listeners to hear that I want to make here 
is you may be, you listeners may be way showers and pioneers for people who will be listening to you on a show like this 20 years from now. <laughs> and, and what I really want to underscore here is, Alicia, I want to really underscore your courage. But more importantly, I want to hear a little bit about the two healing techniques that are actually you know, yours to bring into the world because Reiki was like the door opener. Correct. But as you, you said, there are multitudes of healing modalities now. Correct. And, and you have, uh, you are the carrier. Let me put it that way. You are the carrier of a special, two special healing modalities that help both spiritually at the energetic level, as well as at the physical level. So if you could talk a little bit about saying yes to bringing that through, saying yes to creating that, and saying yes to delivering that out into the world and what that what those modalities are all about. I think that would be awesome. For oh, thank you. And again, Emerald, I know that you're highly connected yourself to the energy that I brought through, and it was through Archangel Metatron. And he's not a familiar name even today, but he is mentioned in the Kabbalah. So any of you who, the, any of your wickedly smart women who are you know, familiar with the Kabbalah will recognize that name. How I started working with him is that, again, as just part of the continuing ed that I was doing for myself and always seeking like more opportunities to expand my knowledge of healing, I heard of a gal that was coming in from England and her name was Pippa Merivale. And instantly, it was almost like an electrical bolt went through me. And so it was like, yes, sign up. Don't even think about it. First class was $500. Second class was $800. Third class was, I think, $1,000. Then I had two more classes I was supposed to take. She never came back to the United States. And I never went to England, but effectively what happened is Archangel Metatron then gifted me with two types of healing modalities. The first one is a whole series of hand motions, some of which are demonstrated on my website, aliziajones.com. And they are, people have told me, I've, they've gotten back to me and they said, I've gotten healed just by looking at the website of what you were doing. And so there, is, and since then, I've modified the hand motions. I have seven hand motions that I repeat for all my healings. The second one I call square, but it technically it should be called cube because the, what, what Archangel Metatron did was he imprinted in my palm like a thousand points of light in that. So while the first set, the Metatron's one healing works in the energy field, the cube or the square works in the physical body, but I never touch the physical body. I keep my hand an inch above it. And but they every single person can feel it, the the heat that radiates into the physical body. And this I do as as well as the Reiki. So I'm offering this healing. Plus, my Reiki 2 students receive Metatron's uh, first healing. And then my Reiki 3 students receive an attunement 
for the, the second, the, the square healing. And what I ask is, I just simply ask Metatron to come through me as I put my hands above their hands and channel the energy to them. And every single one of them, again, feels it so far and is very responsive to it. And it's magnificent because effectively, it's such a high-powered energy and The beauty with the the first one, Emerald, is that I can get rid of the story without having to know what the story is because it's all trapped in your energy field. I don't have to have 17 years of therapy with you. I don't have to delve into stuff that makes you upset and nervous. I just do my chopping and my slicing and my poking and my pulling and, and, and the other things that I do and leave it at that. Yeah. So, so I want to. I want ladies, you who are listening, to be clear: the chopping and slicing and poking and pulling is happening in the energetic field. field. She, she's not chopping, <laughs> slicing, poking, or pulling, pulling. Things right. on your actual physical body. Well, oh. you know, it's fascinating because my very first experience with energy and energy healing, even before Reiki, was uh, sound sound healing, and I had spent, as you said, seventeen years in talk therapy. And talk therapy frustrated the hell out of me Interesting. because I just kept going expecting it to be fixed. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and really what I found how I, and, and this is not to denigrate therapists by any stretch of the imagination. I think there's a place in somebody's journey for yes. all of these things. And that was where I was at in my journey at that time. That's, you know, many, many years of talk therapy at that time. But it was having an energy healing experience, a sound healing experience initially, that I felt relief. Yes. I felt relief. It was like, oh my God, this is what I've been trying to get to right. for all these years that I've been talking about it. And in retrospect, what I know now is that the talking about it often is just, it's literally like pulling the scab off the wound. It's it, right. it, pulling the scab off, pulling the scab off, pulling the scab off, right. poking at it. Right. And then, and then it scabs over and then you go back again a week later and you pull the scab off and you poke it some more. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so energy healing, uh, you know, I'm a, a huge proponent of it. I myself have Reiki and a variety of other modalities, but what's really beautiful, I think, is that not only are you offering your direct healing work and not only are you offering people opportunities to work with you as a student and become attuned to these two modalities that you happen to carry, but you've also created a book to help people to own their power. So in the last little segment that we have here, if you could talk about that, what's beautiful about a book is, uh, ladies, you can just put this right on your bedside and every day, pick it up and start your day uh, off beautifully. So can you talk a little bit about your beautiful book? Thank you. That book came as a result of me breaking my wrist. And it wasn't that I hadn't channeled spirit prior to that, because spirit had, they were going to get through to me no matter what. They wanted me out of real estate full time. And so as when I was still in real estate, full-time, they would wake me up. My guides would wake me up between 2 and 4 a.m. And I would go, I'd go to the computer, I'd, I'd write, and then I'd quit for the day. But I just thought, basically, those are messages for me. 
you know, because I didn't see anything. So when I broke my wrist, uh, and this was in January of 1999, I, again, refused to take pain medication. So for eight weeks, I could do nothing except the only activity I, I literally did was write. So in the process of writing every day, I filled up 15 yellow, legal-sized yellow tablets, front and back. And the yellow tablets were just all mostly channeled, which simply means for the wickedly smart women out there that may have not heard this word, channeling just simply means that you are open to divine inspiration and that you listen inside your head and you bring it out on paper. It's not automatic writing. It is not that my hand moved by itself. No way. I just heard the words and I brought them forward. So effectively, at the end of the eight weeks and maybe another four weeks of kind of limping along, I heard the words, uh, I, kept, I kept hearing, you have to write a book, you have to write a book, you have to write a book while I was taking this down. And I, and I was just, again, just, just writing as I was supposed to every day as, as I had time to. And at the end of the third month, it was like, well, your book is almost written. And I go, it is? And I realized, Emerald, that one month after another, I started to get the seven categories that my book kind of where, where every single day's writing fit into. And so I got my, uh, effectively, even though I still didn't know what kind of format the book would take. And then I realized again, after maybe another nine months or so, that, geez, I have enough to fill in for a daily meditation. Yeah. So each meditation is an average of two pages. Yeah. And it fits today's lifestyle perfectly. It chronicles my journey. There's about 300 different topics. It doesn't bore you. It's not repeating the same message every time. And it's absolutely, I've, I've gotten fabulous reviews on it. So yeah. thank you well, so much. You're welcome. And it's a beautiful book. If you uh, see it, ladies, uh, you might want to acquire it and put it on your bedside table. We thank you. We are at the end, Alicia. Oh. Very quickly. And uh, I want to thank you for coming. Listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line. We'll have the number for you in our show notes or sending questions or guest suggestions to listeners at weeklysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open and remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.